Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who still only had three hours sleep, even though a week has passed. It's Richard Herring. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've actually decided to change the order of these uh, in the, when we put them out, so that won't make any sense. But never mind! Joe Lysett's going out this week! So my Ghislaine Maxwell joke's gone down the toilet. So I'll be doing that next week. Uh, right, hello! We've just started and haven't said anything else. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Uh, though I was talking to Cal from Keenan and Cal... The other day, he's great to have He's going well. He's actually uh, become uh, religious. I don't know if you knew that. I, look, I just thought I'd look him up to check he was still alive. Because um, not everyone from the opening titles of Keenan and Kel is still alive. Uh, it's, anyway, he calls it Rahalastapa, so... That's good. Um, my... Uh, uh, this is a good, this is a good uh, subject for this particular show, I realise, because uh, it's about ghosts. Um, and, you know, I've been quite cynical about ghosts 
uh, over the last uh, 10 years in this podcast. But uh, my daughter uh, told me that uh, she's seven years old. Mason in her class uh, told her (laughs) that uh, he went to a haunted house and he looked in the mirror in the haunted house and then he said, Blood Mary, 12 times. (laughs) And then he looked in the mirror and Blood Mary was in the mirror. Then he looked round and she wasn't there. And then he, every time he looked in the mirror, she was getting a bit closer. And then he looked around, she wasn't there. And then Blood Mary pushed Mason over. <laughs> so. <laughs> Solved, didn't it? And there you go, there are ghosts. There are ghosts. And she terrified uh, her little brother by saying that. We were then playing football on the wreck and it got a bit dark and he, he hid in my coat because he was scared there was a ghost on the wreck. I said, what kind of ghost would be hanging around on the wreck? Oh, yeah, actually, probably good, probably good to hide. <laughs> but anyway, so ghosts are real, so that's, we've sorted that out. Um, uh, I just, uh, there's uh, just news on Chortle that uh, Stuart Lee's earliest joke has been discovered. I don't know if you saw this, uh, Stuart. Someone, Stuart Lee from Solihull, it's got to be him, uh, appeared uh, on an episode of Tis Was, which is a fantastic show, which uh, influenced me very much. Uh, this, and this is Stuart Lee's joke from Tis Was. I'll read it to you now. Mr. X was the cross-eyed son of Picasso that does Adam Ant's makeup, or the real owner of Ter- Trevor McDonald's voice, or the irate father of the shoeshine boy whose brush was stolen by Midgeur to use as a moustache. So anyone who thinks that I didn't influence his comedy... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't open with it, Stu, is what I'm saying, but I hope, I hope he uh, makes that the title of his next show, The Whole. That has to be the whole thing. Sure, I'm not sure what the joke was, but that's good. It's good. Well done, Stuart. Uh, he's doing okay. <laughs> right, my guests this week are probably best known as Roland in <laughs> Bob the Builder uh, and uh, Corporal Matlin from Hellboy. Will you please welcome Matthew Bainton and Jim Howick, ladies and gentlemen. Sit down. Come in, sit down. Hello. Good evening. Fantastic <laughs> to have you here, gentlemen. A massive fan. Uh, Roland. I'm saying it like in a way that most people under 45 won't understand. Ro- you were Roland in uh, Bob the Builder. Yeah, it was what? horrible. <laughs> Actually, it's one of the few jobs I've ever done where I ended up saying I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, no. What was... was, was, it was it, were you bullied by Bob the Builder? It made, it made you think of the original Bob the Builder as being a really beautiful <laughs> sort of gift to the world. Ah. It was like the new version that that was soulless. And um, all I remember is being told to do things, like, bigger. Every, oh, really? every, every take was always like, can you really give it more energy? <laughs> and so, um, it, yeah, it, I hated myself for every single second <laughs> okay, good. of I'm the job. To... And then I ended up saying I don't want to come back anymore. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. How many cut. series did you do? I think I probably only did like two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> he was like an occasional character across two, two or three series. What, what yeah. did Roland? Was he a was he a thing or a person? He was a person, oh, and I think he had a toy factory. Okay. And he struggled at times to get the toys out, <laughs> and Bob had to come in and help. 
Good. I'm glad uh, we've rekindled memories of that for you. It's a great start. Yeah, thanks. Jim, uh, Corporal Matlin in, Hel- in Hellboy. Hellboy. So like a fi- proper yep. film. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. This is this is. I know for a fact this is darker than what I just said. <laughs> about, about this, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> Strap in. I got yeah. The biggest thing I've ever done uh, was probably my first job. Yeah. Uh, so I got this part, and it was. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the film, but in the beginning of the film, there's this sort of pre-title sequence where we're in occupied Scotland. <laughs> and I play this sort of American GI photographer, combat photographer. And uh, it was like a month's night shoots uh, under rain machines, which is, is insane rain. So I don't know if any of you like, have been on a film set or seen these rain machines, but when you see rain on film, it's really pissing it down. Like, real rain doesn't register on a camera. So they're like fire hoses freezing cold rain all night for a month and uh about three weeks in i got sort of quite bad sort of hypothermic symptoms (laughs) and uh, i can laugh about it now but um and yeah i was i sort of kind of passed out i was sort of coming in and out of consciousness and I i sort of woke up in my trailer and i was being sort of stripped and then i um went was sent straight to a sort of uh, an actor clinic, right. a clinic for actors right. in, in Prague, and uh, I was had an IV stuffed in my arm, and it was, yeah, it was, wow. it was horrendous. It was how, horrendous. How is there a clinic for actors? <laughs> specifically for it was, actors? It was like is it posh... for actors who've been rained on a bit yeah. too much? Yeah, is that yeah, what it was yeah, for? Yeah, it, was, it, was for pre, it was for it was for pre-title sequence actors <laughs> exclusively. And, um, yeah, it, no, it was just a posh clinic. It wasn't like A&E. <laughs> right. um, it was like a kind of sort of room, quite a plush room, actually. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't on a bed. I was on a desk. No, no, I was on a bed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, um, yeah, that's what happened Did to you me. appear in the... You presumably still... I'm in the, in the film. film, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And it was Guillermo del Toro. And I, you know, I was so green and didn't really know who he was. And, I, and he hadn't really done... A, he'd done, some obviously, some amazing films, but not the films that we, we know sort of now or what he didn't hadn't won an oscar or anything like that so but he was still a visionary director then yeah and what, but, what what i mean this can be cut out of the actual <laughs> podcast but what did he say he when said, um... every time so there was a scene in the in the beginning where i i had a sort of hero moment that i was really looking forward to and i had to sort of shoot the bad guy and you think oh my god he's dead but he's not dead because he comes back later and i shot him and it was the first time i'd used a gun <laughs> On, on screen. Yeah. And again, guns are like rain machines. They're fucking scary. And um, <laughs> they, you know, you... you <laughs> they're loud and really powerful. Yeah. And um, so I was firing this gun, and, and please forgive the accent, but I kind of have to do it like this. Sorry, everyone. There's any Mexicans here. Um, but he went, um, you know, Jimmy, you've got to... Okay, Jimmy, come up here. I was like, oh, God, oh, my God. What have I done? Dripping wet, freezing. So, Guillermo, what's, what's, what, is that okay? He went, no, playback. He went, every time you pull the trigger, you look like you're taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Steamed up glasses. <laughs> playback, slow motion. So he played it back, slow motion, and, and it was true. I was like, 
like it was it, yeah it was it was bad so i was fired from the scene oh, um no. uh, <laughs> i managed to, from pick, the scene I managed on to the pick the only two jobs that <laughs> yeah, you both... I know, yeah, so I, yeah yeah what a start um, that wasn't yeah. what i was thinking of <laughs> wasn't it oh oh great you made me do the, the racist thing <laughs> <laughs> cheers it was the response to you having hypothermia. What, you call me a pussy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you call me a pussy. You're just a pussy, man. <laughs> he's a lovely, lovely man, and he's really fun. And it was banter. <laughs> I almost died. It was a it's different fine. time. It was a different yeah, time. Yeah, it's fine. Um, hey, guys, look, I'm a massive fan of ghosts, but this has is, is been like the... the well, not, hopefully not the end point, but the that so far... <laughs> 15 years of working together, right? So yeah. did you meet doing Horrible Histories or did you, know each, did you know each other before? Did you basically, did all, you were all put together, right, as a, as we a team? We yeah. knew each other's work. I, knew, yeah. I saw your, I've seen, I've seen your work. I looked up your work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I looked up his name and found a short film in which you're trying to flush a shit away. Down the toilet. <laughs> Didn't take long. <laughs> We're on to shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some of us knew each other from the circuit and, yeah. and stuff. And, uh, but we were all just cast or offered, I think. You, yeah. Were you offered? No, Did I, you? Had no I, I had to audition. Yeah, I think, we, I think most of us had to audition, yeah. I presume. Yeah. Don't know. But, yeah, we were put together. We were... Yeah, because, I mean, I was thinking that often... That to. happens a lot with sketches. I know, like, Horrible Histories is... An interesting example because it's like a, it was sort of a children's show, but it was a, it was one yeah. of the. It's, I mean, you guys are very much the, the the team. I think is very much sort of this generation's Monty Python, and I, and I, I think in terms of that you work together and you you do stuff separately, and you know, and it's all good. Um, and uh, and they started some of them started on a, a kids' history show as well. Yes, right? that's so, right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they yeah. did, they did uh, Terry Jones and. Um, Michael Palin did a kind of complete oh. history of complete and utter history of Britain. I think it was called. Um, but you know, I, I'm always like, oh, when 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 a new sketch show comes on and people go, and we've taken this person and this person, this person, and put them together, you kind of go, oh, that's not going to work. Mm. But this kind of worked. And I was thinking actually, on the hour was yeah. the same as well. To be fair, so on the on the hour was a, as a was a team of people who didn't know each other who were put together, and it did work. I think that's because, but on the, on the hour. And horrible histories have like a really clear framework as a yeah. sh- as a show, sort of a an identity as a show. Whereas a lot of sketch shows, the identity is just it's these two. Yeah, you know whether it was Armstrong and Miller or Mitchell and Webb. It's, it there's no overarching. Liam Herring. Liam <laughs> <laughs> uh, Herring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just slipped his mind. F- Fist of Fun. It was, it was, I, I often quoted in my house. Um, Fist of fun. <laughs> you can't even drive, for example. Even drive. Just to prove my, that, <laughs> that that's true. Um, but yeah, lots of them, I think, are the identity is just who the performers are. And, yeah. and for that reason, you couldn't just cast p- people and have it work. But no. I think On the Hour and Horrible Histories have that in common. There's a, like a really strong framework and identity. And so you, you could actually just p- put a team together and it, and it would hold together. But it would, it's still pretty unusual, and we were talking backstage about double acts as well and how they don't always survive and people fall out. Um, 
But to, for like five, how many is this? Five, five, six, five, six, five, six, well. six yeah. people. Uh, for you all to be together and all to be writing stuff together and working together for that long, and that's an incredible. You know, you, you've obviously clicked and understand each other, but you really seem to have an understanding of each other from yeah from all the work you've done. What 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 was the mad? When when did you? Re- how quickly did you realize? Because there were other people in horrible history as this well. Has right? to end. So, yeah. So but, how how did you how did you how did you I'm what trying to kill the fucker off. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was when we were told, I think we were told before the fourth series of Horrible Histories that the, the plan of the, of the producers at the time, it's since, it's since got revived, but the producers' plan was, we'll do two more, so we'll finish with the fifth. And we all just kind of said to each other, well, that would be a shame if that's it for us. Right. So we started to sort of spend our time in the in makeup and in the green room and stuff, kind of coming up with an idea for something to to carry on playing together. Really, yeah. just just because we enjoyed it. Mm. There was it no was, kind of big plan no. beyond let's just find another job. Mm. But it was one of those shows that that translated as, <laughs> as Tiz was, which we were just mentioning, was a show that was ostensibly for kids and made the leap and actually lots mm. of adults watched it as well and horrible mm. histories i guess because you know you it, it was i mean there was a lot of kids sketch shows around that time that were really strong and had very strong casts of comedians yeah. mm. uh and and were sort of funnier than the sketch shows that the adults yeah. were doing i think in a lot of ways but it was it was a very there was a lot of strong ideas in there and a lot of great performances in, in there wasn't there, in horrible yeah histories. yeah there was just so much material wasn't there i mean we did we did 12 episodes in the space that you would film Six sort of standard sitcom uh, series episodes. So there was so much material, and it really kind of promoted a sort of anarchy in the tone because there was just too much stuff to think about. Really, yeah, we couldn't really. There wasn't hone time it. for lots of takes. Or yeah, lots there wasn't time for takes. Yeah. So it, what it did was encourage a sort of a punky vibe, which I think really connected with the kids yeah. because we were, it was almost from the perspective of the naughtiest kid in class, the clown of the classroom. Yeah. And we were probably all of those. We yeah. were those people anyway. So it very quickly sort of, I think towards the end of the first series, when it all got a bit too much and we were sort of demanding less sketches, please, because we couldn't, we couldn't learn it in time, that we just sort of, we didn't sort of so much go, well, fuck it, this is it, you know, we'll just do it like this. But we just didn't have time to apply ourselves, I think, that we would do normally to other jobs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny sort of w- way of saying we were w- stopped caring. <laughs> yeah. But we never stopped caring. But, but, but yeah. you kind of, we were all relatively young and we re- didn't have a ton of stuff on the CV. And so you kind of go into any job like hungry to prove that you can do a really good job and be really good and show yeah. your range and all the rest of it. Yeah. And as Jim said, that quite quickly went out the window in favour of just can I make that person corpse? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that came into it too, yeah. 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 But, but that's, the, it, it seemed yeah. like, you know, it seemed like you were having fun. Yeah, loads of fun. And we were so running much. out of, the truth is, is that we had to do that to try and kind of keep ourselves motivated. Yeah. Like we... We run out of voices. We run out of accents. We, we, you know. Yeah, you, but we, you, bur- we all burned through the range that we had in in the first <laughs> yeah. two weeks. 
<laughs> sort of got, I've done my ten voices. I've done them all now. So, like, Matt <laughs> so, would come onto the makeup truck. He'd been sort of asked to travel to set, and he'd come on the makeup go, go, truck and go, what should this guy sound like? <laughs> you know, uh, and, we, you know. We were kind of asking each other for dares, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, which sounds self-indulgent, because it is. <laughs> but somehow it, it, you know, I think as long as you somehow include the audience on that feeling of of uh, misbehaviour. Yeah. And it, it, but it doesn't works. feel... It doesn't, you know, sometimes when a, a, uh, when a kid's show sort of makes that leap across the bounds, you feel the cast... Uh, like giving a little wink and a nod to the adults. And it never really, you know, it never felt like you were pushing that too far. It still felt like you were doing the job. Yeah, we never stopped caring. It was always a labour of love, all histories, absolutely. We never stopped caring about the show. We loved the show. And we're still really proud of it. But it was just such hard work. But I think that kind of bonded us as a group, though, as well. I think had we not met on that group, then we probably wouldn't be working with each other today. Mm. Because it was so hard. Yeah. It was such a tough gig, and so you, you, you was Yonderland the neck the, the the project that you did after that yeah. To, yeah, together, yeah. yeah. So with that, and that was all of your own idea. So you you yeah. started that and, and based it around what you obviously presumably knew you could do and wanted to do. Yeah, and I mean the, the, it's great. The, the, I mean again the ca- the characterization of each of you in a broad sense, even though you play lots of roles in all of those things, you 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 fit a certain, certain you know there's certain parts that it's obvious someone's going to do you know isn't it yeah i think so yeah like subordinate <laughs> half man half potato um, i'm your man look no further others can try um, but you're absolutely right and i think you know leapfrogging to ghosts for a sec that was i think the characters we had there were the sort of... We'd auditioned for those parts over the course of Horrible Histories and Yonderland. Like, we knew what our strengths were. And the truth is, is we could probably all play all of those parts in Ghosts. Um, But, you know, it's... Do you not not agree? (laughs) Don't worry, there's a new... Is this the beginning of the end? There's a new terrible thing that's started up that's going to destroy the podcast. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it won't make any sense. Oh, no, it will make sense. That's fine. But it'll be sort of weird. Why is that t- eight week- That thing from eight weeks ago suddenly come back? Uh, <laughs> so don't do it again. Or you'll be in trouble. Um, <laughs> and I knew it had to end one day. It had to end one day. I've done, I've done nearly 11 years of this nonsense. Tell us a bit about Yonderland, because I don't know if everyone... I don't know if everyone saw that as much, because it was on Sky. Yeah. It's, it's always like a little bit of a... And, and I sort of caught little bits of it. I watched more of it today, and it's a very imaginative and wide-ranging thing. And there's... You've got... Are they... Is it actually Jim Henson... Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the Jim Henson company, but, company yeah. but people that had worked on all of right, that yeah. stuff. Uh, Baker Coogan? Baker Coogan, yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, so the puppeteers that were involved in the show would be sort of stood around on set going, oh, yeah, the last time I was here, we were doing Yoda and um, yeah. Empire Strike, and we'd be yeah. going, <laughs> yeah. 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 tell me Crazy. more about that, please. Elstree's kind of weird, because, like, we filmed Yonderland, They've made the most amazing films and all of the films from our childhood. Yeah. And all there is, certainly when we filmed there, I think it might be different now, is just a sort of laminate piece of A4 paper just saying, 
Dagobah. <laughs> you know, uh, the Cantina Band, Obi-Wan's, Obi-Wan's gaff. <laughs> you know, it's mad that these, these sets were where we are yeah. dicking about. We thought about that a lot. Yeah. yeah. But the idea with Yonderland really was just... Um, we didn't want to do a sketch show because we didn't feel like we could live up to horrible histories. Yeah. But we did want to be selfish enough to play all of the parts. <laughs> so um, we sort of thought, well, we can't touch history. What else could we come up with? And fantasy very quickly was the clear sort of thing. And we thought, well, we can play all the parts and we can have puppets and do their voices too. Yeah. So it was just greed, <laughs> really. And it's sort of labyrinth cross, yeah. cross yeah. with... Hundreds. I mean, it's yeah. Pi- yeah. everything's yeah. quite oh. Python-esque, I think, that yeah. You, yeah. you're doing. But, it, but, um, and, you know, but I mean that in a complimentary way as well, because I think you're very much doing your own thing. But it's, it's because of the costumes, because of the silliness. And 100%. Of, yeah, yeah we weren't hiding. No. <laughs> but it's interesting to bring labyrinth and, and that together. I suppose mm. labyrinth had an element of that in, it, in itself as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, uh, Terry Jones' was, script, wasn't it? Labyrinth yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, we were just ripping it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the storyteller as well, the storyteller. With yeah, Jim we Hurt. talked about Kroll as well. Kroll, yeah. All that stuff. We, we, we just love all that stuff. And uh, there's something sort of, there's something just very funny about it as well, I think. Ah, you seek the golden pretzel. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's funny. And, and we all kind of, Tick bucket lists there a little bit. Like, I've always wanted to play a crone. Um, <laughs> uh, and we, yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was mad, really. Yeah, we, I remember the B, we, we did actually take it to the BBC. And I, I can't remember what the exact response was, but the vibe we got was, that's a, it's a bit strange for, yeah. for a mainstream audience. And I remember at the time thinking... What? <laughs> yeah. This is just cool. a really fun family sitcom. Yeah. And now I look at bits of it and I go, it's fucking mad. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely mental. But I think that would, you know, I think it would work as a... Yeah. I mean, that's what the, the genius yeah. of what you're doing... It, I mean, it did. It did work yeah. as a yeah. family. But, the, but, but yeah. the, you know, it's... the genius of what you're doing, I think, is that it is... All of these things, you can sit down with all of the family and watch mm. it, right? So there's no... there's In Ghosts... There's the occasional tiny little nod towards a, a slightly cheeky joke, but that, mm. that is in such a way that it, it would bypass anyone who didn't understand what the joke was, so it's absolutely fine. But it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's in a way, I think a lot of comedians wouldn't be going for that audience and, you know, would want to be the edgy thing or the, the mm. late night thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, but, it, but it's the golden ticket, isn't it, in terms of TV, to find something that everyone will enjoy that is also good and isn't just a, a, an archetypal sitcom. That's what we aspired to, certainly with Ghost, was like, can you make a mainstream sitcom that isn't shit? Yeah. And, uh, and do, you think you've, do you think you've done it? It's not for, it's not for us to say. But the weird thing is, like, we... As you say, we were cast in Horrible Histories. I think I've been on the record a lot saying... Like, I've made no secret of the fact that when it first came to me, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do kids' TV. Right. And my agent said, well, look at the scripts, because they're quite funny. And I read them and was like, oh, they are quite funny. All right, okay, I'll, I'll go for the audition. And she said, it's only on CBBC. No one will ever notice. <laughs> um, and, and then it becomes yeah. this def- defining thing, you know. And so 
we didn't go into our careers or, or our sort of existence as a group <clears throat> with a kind of background in family entertainment or a desire to be a mainstream, you yeah. know, mainstream comedians. We'd all just done Edinburgh Fringe shows and we were all students of comedy in the same way that everyone who goes through Edinburgh is, yeah. you know. Mm. But that was the audience we had and we'd have been stupid after that to kind of try and shrug them off of and go like, well, our next move should be some edgy thing, you know. Why? It was fun yeah. what we did, so well, yeah. we, we, we stuck with it as well. I mean, you know, it's not edgy in terms of it's not you know swearing and people, you know, killing and well, so the people are killing people, yeah, uh, but yeah. or big time having sex with each other too much. Yep. Um, but yeah. uh, they but only a... they only have sex with <laughs> decapitated people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's about you know it's about death and it's like yeah. deeply about death because yeah. you've had I don't know again I don't know how much. You thought of that beforehand, and how much that kind of came about as you were writing it. But you've got to look at the at the lives of the people and the deaths of the people, and what death means and what eternity means, and yeah. and, and you know, and and to confront a a, a family audience with that. Yeah, you know, for young people, that's going to be the the first time that they're really wrestling with those subjects. Yeah, yeah. and that's where you start to sort of get your kicks yeah. as, as as writers and creators that you start to realise that these things are sort of can be a Trojan horse. As long as you're delivering the kind of the accessible family entertainment that people are tuning in for, you can try and smuggle some other stuff in there. And some, sometimes that's like, for, for us, we love putting surreal textures and moments in, mm. into, the, in, you know, into the comedy of the show where you think, if that, if the whole thing were that, it just wouldn't. We wouldn't get away with it, but we can get away with moments. And then, yeah, it, with ghosts in particular, very early on, I remember thinking, ah, oh, the ghosts are actually a metaphor for just being alive. Yeah, you're you're stuck there. You don't know why or whether there's any reason to when you move on. Yeah, you don't know if there's a god. You don't know what you're meant to fill your days with. How do you find purpose or happiness? Um, and <laughs> well, and all you could right, that. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. You said, said don't cry. Like, sit, cry. I wouldn't cry. <laughs> but you know, also, but, and that's uh, you yeah. know that I find really, really. I got very, very excited. Yeah. When I sort of, sort of began to realise we could actually kind of do something quite Beckettian yeah. <laughs> in its own way, yeah. and it's the smallest sort of flavour of that, but it's in there. And it's in there for a family audience. Like the first scene in the whole show is is like the estab- we're establishing a sort of morsel concept, right? So we knew that, and the audience knew straight away that we could go at any time. Yeah, that's what we're discussing. You can go at any time, and you don't know how, and you don't know when, and maybe she went because of this, and maybe she'll come back, or you know, it's that not knowing. But for me, it wasn't until we did the episode where where my character Pat's family comes back to visit him. And we had the moment with the grandchild and Charlotte came back and said, you know, they've called it Pat. And that actually, filming that outside really hit me, you know, that moment that we were, that this is actually incredibly sad. Um, And 
I hope it's going to be okay. Because this was still the first series, and we really didn't know if people would react kindly to the show. Um, so, yeah, that was a big moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fascinating as well that all these... All the characters that, you know, that, that, you know the other characters have been spying on their lives as yes. well. So yeah. they, when they were alive, the other characters saw everything in yeah. their life. Yeah. And yeah. then you become part of the... The group yourself, yeah. and yeah. those people know everything about more than you know about yourself because yeah. you, you, the other characters have seen everything. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the ghosts are visiting the house at the time. Yeah. So Thomas is yeah. doesn't live there, and and um, Julian uh, is there for a, for a function thing. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean, you do get a bit of that, and we have to sort of, we're careful. Well, we have been careful to sort of plot out who was around and who saw what of yeah. that moment, and mm. I think there's only really Lady B and Kitty that lived there. Um. Yeah, and Robin, but no one else was around. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. But yeah, it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> fun. Well, I've got it. some yeah. emergency questions about ghosts. Yeah. So I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you as experts on ghosts. Uh, I mean, the one that I would usually ask, I suspect, is the first question that everyone asks you in any interview. So I might not ask. I'll ask it, but you don't have to answer it. No. Have you ever seen a ghost? I, no. Okay. No, sir. Um, good. We got out of the way. They don't exist. Your whole sitcom is a waste Larry of time. Was, uh, no. Larry did a ghost <laughs> podcast uh, um, a few weeks ago, and he summed it up really well, that none of us really, none of us in the group really believe in ghosts. But in the hotel we stay in Guildford, one of the rooms is, is, is purportedly haunted, <laughs> and um, everyone's really uncomfortable about staying in it. Yeah. So... Maybe we do. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. But I say, but I, I, when I first walk my, do- I live in the village now. When I first walk my dog at night time along, uh, you know, a sort of bridal way, there was no one around. I shone my torch, and I was pretty sure I saw, like, in the distance, a mum and a horseman, uh, a, mu- a mum <laughs> walking along yeah. with two kids, and maybe, you know, like maybe where it was just a fleet flashing thing. Maybe I've created this afterwards. Slightly out of date clothing. Only a little right, bit. Yeah. Then I shone my torch back again, and there was nobody there. Oh. Now it's possible they just turned around and legged it out the bridle, but it was a straight path. Come on, we're going. <laughs> or it's possible. Mummy, why is that man shining a torch? <laughs> yeah, it could be that, and they could have been weirded out by the torch. But that, but last night I went out for that. It was really misty, and I was going back to the same place, and I thought, oh, just let the dog do a wee here. And the dog also really wanted to go back home oh, again. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you, know, dogs are, dogs you never, are... you never know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, right, more importantly, let's get, let's get on to the proper ghost questions that you will have thought about. Uh, the other day, well, a couple of months ago, uh, my son woke me up at six o'clock in the morning and said, Daddy, do ghosts have bum holes? Mm. What do you think? Ours do. Ours do. They, we, it's, it's been referred to in the show now that they right. do go to the toilet, but it turns to dust. OK. <laughs> <laughs> they get the urge. I'll let yeah. him know. Yeah. The same would apply to ejaculate. Okay. <laughs> that, that's true when you're alive, though, when you get to so, my age. <laughs> next, yeah. time you're, next time you're dusting the shelves. Oh, God, it's turned to dust. Naughty ghosts. It's turned to dust. <laughs> Good. Well, I, I, I disagree with you. I don't think they do have bum holes. Um, is it cheating to have sex with a ghost? Now, I know you. it's difficult, but it's post Julian could... Finger someone. Julian could finger someone. That's yeah. true. He really so it could. is possible. So would and it I be... wouldn't put it past him to, to try. <laughs> I'm, surprised. I'm surprised he has to spend more time yeah, trying to do that. That's, absolutely, that's a good point. <laughs> he really found a hole there. Tr- oh. God, that's awful. <laughs> so sorry. But, yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, he would do that, wouldn't he? Oh. Is it cheating? Is it cheating if you're in a relationship? And um, how do you think about the ghost? ghost? You're the living person. You're a living person. The ghost comes along, says, "I want to suck you off," and you go, (laughs) "Well, you're not a real person. You're Mm. probably imaginary. Go ahead." I'd feel guilty. Would you? I'm pathetic, though. (laughs) Um... (laughs) They're real to you. They're real to you. Ramifications is is cheating. It is cheating. I think. I think it is. They're dead, though. If you Is had it? sex with a dead body, no one would say you were cheating. <laughs> no, but... The f- it's not cheating. Whether, whether or not you're cheating is the, the main issue cheating. there. <laughs> Send him down. <laughs> he was having an affair with a dead... <laughs> I don't think you could call it an affair. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, it's, it's a great series. I mean, I'm sure everyone has seen all of it, and I do. I, I love that. I mean, that's what I've always thought about the afterlife. I've kind of wanted to write about afterlives in a different way. And, and the, the, the amazing thing about this as well is it's, you know, there must have been a hundred sitcoms pitched about ghosts, right? There must have been, there was Rent-A-Ghost, there's a few that have been made. Yeah. Um, but to get it so right, I think, is a, is a real, because it'd be so easy to get it wrong. It'd be so easy to go, let's do ghosts. Oh, that's, that's stupid. We can't think of anything. So you've re- I mean, it's really well thought out. And I, li- I like the idea of after you not finding out anything. You die, you expect, oh, now we'll find out mm. what life is about and then not to find out what life is about. Have to have no idea. And to know that, yeah, that, that whole thing of, I mean, it, uh, without giving too many spoilers away in the latest series, mm. uh, one of the main characters mm. will, uh, it leaves to go to wherever they go. Yeah. Uh, and that's a, that's, a, that's a bold thing in itself. So, you know, that's, it is... 
that that's such a weird and wonderful philosophical thing to think about about being trapped in eternity and the caveman yeah. having been there for presumably ten thousand years. And I was thinking about this off. the other day. I think it's part also that we would never have written this. Like this couldn't have been when we were approaching Yonderland. That's part. It's partly a very midlife thing <laughs> to write. Yeah. Because not just the fact it's about death or looking, you know, starting to see your mortality ahead of you, but also because you become really nostalgic about the life that you've lived. Yeah. You're sort of looking back as much as you're looking forward. And that, that is a major theme of ghosts, is, is these people looking back over their lives and asking themselves, what defined my life? And what, you know, when was I happiest? Or what am I still holding on to that I ought to let go of? And stuff like that. So yeah. we couldn't have written it in our, you know, in our 20s, I don't think. It's really pathetically <laughs> yeah. aged uh, yeah. subject. It's true. And it's they've true. mainly... It's like, the, like we, off, we try and... I think there's a, it's something very human that we probably haven't talked about i don't think in as a group but the idea of sort of wanting to live forever is there's a kernel of attraction there for everyone i think it's like mm. yeah i don't know if i would like to because you know you're going to see everyone die and everything but you could go you could have like roast dinners every sunday forever <laughs> go to walton towers forever yeah um and fuck them <laughs> fuck all the fuck my family and friends um and pets and stuff uh, but yeah i think most people would say no and this is a little sort of offering of the existence that that would give you. Yeah. Um, Although they yeah, do very the... well at not not being weighed down by it, because I think that's true. If, if yeah. it wasn't a comedy, if you wanted to write this as a, you know, you would actually uh, be uh, at, in utter hell of yeah. being with the same. And we've not made it sound ghost. much like a comedy. But it is one. It's so bleak. Really, but it's true. You, yeah, if you if you lived forever, it, it's death that defines yeah. life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and also, the old but, ticking but clock. They all they all basically. <laughs> I think they pretty much all you know have a have a truncate, truncated life, or like at least they didn't go how they wanted yeah, it to yeah, go. Yeah. You know, or that you know, it's that yeah. idea that when you die. In the drama gives you the idea that you're, you live your life and, you, and, and everything is and you have your success you and then it, it dies in a yeah. nice neat bow. But you actually, most of you have just died in some random fashion, yeah. like being shot through the neck. Uh, yes, and, yes. Uh, and, and life is curtailed, you know, and you yeah. don't get to wrap everything up. Yeah. It's horrible. It's what a horrible, yeah. what a horrible show. What have we, what have horrible. done? I'm not going to watch that again. <laughs> like I'm not going to make it anymore of that. Yeah, let's not make any more. Let's, uh, let's, I'm glad, I'm glad. My mission is just to de- destroy all our <laughs> trash. Because <laughs> I can't think of anything anymore, so why should you? <laughs> I do, is that from a practical point of view, with because you write in teams, right? And do, yeah. do the teams stay together, or do you mix so we come up with a, We plot the story as a group, as a yeah. six, yeah. and then we go away in pairs, and Matt and I are a pair, and Larry and Ben are a pair. And um, Larry it, writes with Martha sometimes. So, yeah, it, so, it yeah. changes a little bit yeah. as well. And we mix it up a bit, but yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's it, it's you. You're obviously all sympathet- sympathetically aligned enough that it that it works that way, and you, you come back and chuck in ideas. I guess totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. We've all, as I say, we went through some really hard times and horrible histories. Like there were genuinely moments of sort of near breakdown moments where we were so tired and and uh, uncomfortable a lot of the time, and then you learn a lot about each other, I think, in those moments. <laughs> it's not coming, I can't, I'm, I'm trying. And this, you've, but also, and this is, again, unusual, maybe pretty unusual for a UK sitcom, 
But it's sort of the dream as well, is that it's gone to America and it's doing well in America, mm. right? With the, with the American actors. Yes. Doing yeah. their own version of it. So that's yeah. pretty good news for you guys financially, I'm thinking. How Not much, as how much... good as you no. might <laughs> think. The problem is, there's too many of you, there's right? There's six of us. <laughs> and we've all got agents. And, um, yeah. I mean, hey, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's not you know, it's it's great. And how much and control do you have over the is the American version sort of the same scripts or are they doing their own thing with it? It's it sort of began on the same tracks and then yeah. becomes more its own thing. Yeah. And it always felt as soon as the possibility of it being remade came up, it was instantly pretty obvious that oh yeah that that could really work because it. Our version is so much about you, the history of Britain, you know, and yeah. the archetypes of, of our own culture and history. Um, and if you're going to remake a show in a different place, then it it ought to be one that is going to be different because of the place. Yeah. Um, and so they get to play with American history. Um, and so it becomes, you know, it becomes much more its own thing quite yeah. quickly. We had a fair bit of input at the beginning of the process before they actually started making the series. I mean, they, before they made the pilot, we had conversations about what we think ghost, the ghost should be and what mm. ones you should include, and, and they didn't listen to us. And they made their <laughs> own show. No, no, they did. They did. And, um, and you know, the two Joes, um, who are the showrunners on the, on the, on the show, they were, they were being, they've been great. And uh, they've made a really great show, and it's doing, it's going really well. But the pro- the problem, the it? thing I worry about, and that I think about, because I would like this show to go on forever, but you can't age. Mm. Yeah. So there's gonna come a point. Well, it's all right for Martha because she's sort of playing. Um, yeah. She's playing someone in her sort of sixties. I'm, I'm the real your, problem here. He's a problem. Because yeah. I I cast myself younger than I was any, <laughs> anyway. Much younger. <laughs> Um, you're still, but you're so you know. Pu- you're, pushing you're, it now. You're, no, you're, st- you're you're a very handsome man. I wouldn't usually. say He is, isn't he? Yes. I'm not saying I'm not handsome. Yeah, but you're still just very saying, you, do you're I very pass you, for twenty-three. <laughs> I think you can pass for twenty-three. Yeah, you're very boyish. Is he twenty-three? He's there about. He's like twenty-seven, isn't he? <laughs> he's older than oh, that. that's fine then. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm my age now. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm a bit older than Pat now. I'm about two years older than Pat, yeah. Simon is about... Are we going to do, do everyone? Should we do everyone? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it for more than another ten series. No. I think you've got no. ten more years. Okay. <laughs> to make them Can good. you imagine how <laughs> shit it would be? <laughs> oh, my God. It would be awful. I just, I'd love, I'd like to see it with you all trying to look the same, like you've all put on weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, yeah, yeah. Sort of just melting. Yeah. Like Donald Trump playing Pat. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, the new technology they could do it, can't they? Could They'll they, do the, it like, like they did uh, The Irishman. Yeah. Is that the. Yeah, yeah they can just. So it'll just, we'll just sound older. Yeah. <laughs> younger faces. You can just film it through an app. Just film it through an app, baby app. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone watch that, right? 
series ten of ghosts ghost through an eight, a ba- baby app. Were you, you going to have like a child character? Was was that initially one of the? Yeah, ideas? You yeah, had, that like, was a one child, of the early ideas. Which again, that you couldn't. Well, we had a child. Yeah. We had like a play girl. Yeah. Character. Yeah, she's. Not but then we that. had an idea which is like a a child being the wisest character in the show. And she lives, or he lives at yeah. the top of the tower. That they would be the oldest in terms of they've been around the longest. Yeah. But yeah, like you could cast but a child yeah. and they, they bloody grow they up. They grow up. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider casting a real ghost in it? So, like, if I... I'd quite... Would you... If someone was so committed... Go on. ..that they... I'd like to be in it and I'm prepared to die <laughs> and come back as a ghost... To actually be a ghost. Yeah. The ghost of Richard Evans. Yeah. Well, oh, no. I know. The ghost me could play... A, I'm not have to just play me. I'll play... <laughs> okay. The ghost me would yeah. play a character. Yeah. It could be me. So... <laughs> <laughs> that would be who easier. Would you, who would you want to play um, from history? Uh, we'd have to be... Could you... You couldn't really have someone coming in from the past. That would have to be a modern-day person dying to be a new ghost, wouldn't it? For the logic of the... Or could they have just been in a different room? this? <laughs> so it would have to be someone dying sort now. of like, you know, been in a, in a place where we haven't yeah, seen we just you yet. Yeah, we just hadn't spotted you. Just find a new house to go, hello, I've been here for 500 yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for someone to open a door, even though I'm a fucking ghost. Yeah. That's how it's going to start. It's People go, oh, this is a new direction for ghosts. I'll be a very sweary... You want a poltergeist, a slightly rapey poltergeist? Yeah. <laughs> Just come in and really ruin the whole vibe. Would you be up for that? The vibe. I'd be prepared to die to play the part. <laughs> well, <laughs> die. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll talk. Come back to us. <laughs> it's commitment, though, isn't it? It's good commitment. Um, Hey, look, I also think... I, like, I think the, the film Bill is fantastic and I don't think it's the credit it deserves. Thank I think you. it's... Thank you. It does from those young ladies. Everyone else. Young ladies. There's a film called Bill. <laughs> Even when it was in the cinemas, people didn't know it. It's about the police. <laughs> I'm Tosh, obviously. <laughs> uh, that is a generational joke. It really is. It really is. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> it's a lovely film, though. So it's about William Thank Shakespeare. You. You're William yeah. Shakespeare. Mm. And uh, you know it's sort of very much in the mould of horrible histories again, but like a, a, a full thing. Is it? Yeah. Do you think all the do you think these things have this? Has the success of ghosts meant people the BBC might go? Oh, can we do Yonderland? Or you know, we we let's do more with some of these these old ideas. Or is it? Or are those? Oh, are you are you just going to move away from the? I don't know what will what will be next. We've we've got some some ideas. Yeah. Um and. I, yeah, hopefully the fact that Ghost is doing well would mean people are receptive to those ideas. Yeah, Bill was a sort of uh, bit of a heartbreaking thing, really, because it got... This is really boring, businessy talk. Yeah, it's all right, we can do that. The, distri- the distributor... As long as you cry. <laughs> mm. Okay. The distributor who came on board with the film, I think, with this like big marketing spend promise, they, they were a German company and they released two UK films and Bill was going to be the third. And the previous two flopped. Right. And so they just left the UK market. They just went, oh, we made a mistake and literally like left an empty office. Right. And so Bill, having 
been made then didn't have a distributor for right. the cinemas. So another distributor picked it up for not very much and then didn't, literally didn't print a poster <laughs> right. in the whole country and released it in September, I think, when kids had gone back to school and only in daytime screenings when they couldn't go to see the film that they didn't know existed because there wasn't a poster yeah. to tell them existed. Was it and Elon Musk who'd taken over um, this? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and surprisingly enough, it, it didn't make its money back. But it, right. got, it got wonderful reviews, unexpectedly for us, wonderful reviews, because we thought, it, you know, film people would be snobby about it, but they were lovely. Um, but then it became, uh, you know, we couldn't sort of do another film because we didn't make money on the film we'd right. done. And so that is, is a long way of saying hopefully ghosts means someone somewhere would go, maybe if we made a film with them, it would make its money back. Yeah. So can we make a film, please? I think, but it feels like, it feels like you should. You know, it, what's, it is great to have that team. And like I say, I think it does... You know, it just does feel like that Monty Python thing that you can take a different era, you can jump mm. into something else. I mean, obviously, Simon's written Paddington. Yeah. Yeah. Which has got to, that's got that to be helpful as well, unless yeah. he just says, I'm going to go off and write Paddington's on my own now. Yeah. He's not, and he's also just written Wonka. Oh, has he? Which I'm in. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was offered a bar. little. I couldn't do it. I was doing something else. <laughs> and the. Young whippersnapper called Timothy Chalamet playing Willy Wonka. Yes. And I think that might do quite well. <laughs> <laughs> so as long That's as great. Simon is willing to stay in the gang, yeah. then, uh, you know, yeah. there's hope for us yet. Well, I'd love to see more stuff. Look, there's a, there, there's a lot to talk to you guys about, apart from these uh, wonderful shows you've done together. Uh, but there are some other things you have done together. You're both in uh, Peep Show. Yep. Which uh, fant- must have been a fantastic job to get. And again... Fairly early on, but uh, both played yeah. quite significant roles in Peep Show. Yeah. You, got, you got killed, didn't you? <laughs> got killed that was, off. That was pretty brave. Mm. Cheers. To, no, for I got, for I got... the writers, not for you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard to take. I was in Chipotle in Charing Cross Road, and I, cry, I, cry, I cried. <laughs> um, I genuinely was quite upset. It was, it was the only job um, that I've ever got where it was my favourite show. I was given a part in my favourite show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved being involved in it, and yeah, it was just great. I used to watch it when I was a student, the first couple of yeah. series. Right. Yeah, it's really chuffed to be involved in it for four years, and uh, yeah, you know, the abuse I get now on the tube is totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Do people say, Where's the tube? Yeah, tube up your nose. They just We're say, We're on tube the tube. No, they never, they don't sort of use the tube as a kind of like, you know. They're never clever enough. Okay. Yeah, the Peep Show fans are pretty, pretty brave, pretty culty people. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, you know, hardcore. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but yeah, loved it, loved it. Me too. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) Matt, you've lived the dream for me. This is what I hope will one day happen to me, though it seems unlikely as I get very few acting jobs. Um, Death in Paradise. Hmm. You can retire now, right? That's the dream. That's every actor's dream. Is death it? Death in Paradise. <laughs> I'm quite obsessed with Death in Paradise. Oh, yeah. You were a big role in Death in Paradise, right? You were... You were... Yeah. You remember when I said about my agent saying no one will watch it? Yeah. About, uh, I kind of thought no one had noticed that I was in Death in Paradise. 
It's really hard to say no to that show. <laughs> it is. You, get, you go to Guadeloupe. <laughs> and it's lovely there. Yeah. And you don't have to stay there forever because you're not no, like you the just, main character. You yeah, just get exactly. killed or whatever, yeah. kill someone. It was really nice. Yeah. Thanks. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite formulaic, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's, um, it's quite a... It's quite a, it's quite a, a formula. I reckon I could write one of those. If, they, yeah. if, you, if you know I'm getting in touch... And tell them to get in touch. Um, you played the Witch of Wookie Hole. Oh, I forgot about that. That's, uh, that uh, Richard E. Grant was in that. Was he? Sketch. Wow. Oh yeah, I've just remembered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems so nice. He <laughs> just, just everyone else says he's lovely. Yeah. Just doesn't like me. Really sorry about that. No, that's all right. Um, Anyway, I was thrilled that I was in. Richard <laughs> Grant was on the. Po- he on did the, this. He did the podcast, podcast and then wouldn't, wouldn't let us put it out. Now, now you've brought him up. Oh. I'm worried they won't let. Like, you put this one out. That does, it doesn't matter as much if you two say you won't do it. And <laughs> <laughs> but it does to me. Sure. Go. On. What? Uh, <laughs> It's, it's for reasons like that that Richard D. Grant didn't want to put it out. Uh, Matt, I want to ask you, why do you only uh, spell your first name with one T? What the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Okay. It's my opportunity to pass the question on to my dad, <laughs> who claimed most of my life that the reason he spelt it with one T on the birth certificate was so that I would be different from other Matthews. <laughs> and I bought that until... I was probably in my 20s when it occurred to me, if you didn't want me to be like other Matthews, <laughs> you could have called me a different name. <laughs> it doesn't stand up. I think he spelt it wrong. <laughs> I think he spelt it wrong, yeah. and he tried to justify he's, it. He's an Alan with two L's as well, isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. He's an Alan with two L's. Fuck, you're right. He was like, passing on the baggage. It's character building, Matthew. That's what it is. The weird thing is I've got two older brothers and he didn't do it to them. He waited for his third and went, right, now, fuck it. You're going to suffer like I have. You will be special, You're going to spell child. this wrong all your life. You're not tempted just to put another T in there? Everyone else does it for me. <laughs> um, Weirdly, there's lots of 1T Matthews, actually. I've, I've met loads yeah. now. <laughs> Matt Horn. Is he a 1T? 1T. Wow. A printmaker called Matt Pringle. <laughs> when you Don't can, knock it. Look when, up his website. When you, the prints. when you can start listing them all, there's not that many, though, is there? If you can start... <laughs> I'm going to tell so, you all of them now. Well, wait, <laughs> let me finish. Right. Someone I worked in a call centre with. South End on Sea, the Royal Bank of Scotland Credit Card Centre. <laughs> so three. Good. <laughs> and me is four. It's good. Matt Osman. Matt Osman from the Richard Osman's family. Matt, but is he a Matt? Is that one T? One T. So Matt with one T. Five. He? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> I think we could hit double figures. I mean, there'll be a lot of them in here because they'll have been drawn yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Um, Any gyms in the audience? <laughs> With two M's. <laughs> That's called Neil. One L. 
And people, Jim, people will will know you from the bur the Burger King ad you did. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get right. Reckon? And, and yeah. a Pizza Hut. <laughs> and Pizza Hut. I did them all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I did two. Burger King and Pizza. Um, yeah, Burger King was uh, big Texan burger, onion rings, barbecue sauce, one patty. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> is this your script, or you're just describing no, 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 what you were advertising? This is, this is the burger. My script. I didn't have any lines. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got to build my part. What did you do? Just eat the burger? <laughs> no, I served it up, and I think it's on YouTube. Great. If you want to, if you really want to watch it. But and then I did a um, a, burg a pizza hut advert with, and I was dressed as an enormous bird, with Jim Field Smith, who's mm. now a sort of big director mm. and was was an actor was sort of an actor with us. But yeah, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, I really like Stag. I thought you were both yeah. in Stag, but were you? I thought it was Jim Jim Field yeah, Smith no, you, directed that. Yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. directed that. Yeah, and wrote it. And wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, was, I wasn't in Stag. I, I can almost... I, was, I really love that show. But I think you, you're so ubiquitous, both of you, really, oh, that you can you. imagine you in, in... Yeah, I could just pretend I was in Stag. You would just say yeah. you were in it. Yeah. You just got killed near the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Key got killed quite near the beginning. Tim Key got killed very early dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ideal... Oh, shit, that's a massive spoiler, sorry. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's been it? out long enough now. Yeah, yeah, is it? I don't yeah. have many... Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's good, it's very good. Thank you. I mean, you both of you have, you know, done... I'm just trying to look for something rubbish. <laughs> no, your voice all good. It's all good. Sex education, very good. Yeah. Here we go, very good. Thank you. I, Alison Stedman played my mum in Did my you? in my in my radio sitcom. Oh, it's a sadly and my the fourth series that was also set in lockdown. So it's right. kind of you. Alison amazing, isn't it? It's a dream. Yeah. It genuinely is an honour. Yeah. Um, to have her as my mum, Candice Marie. You know, I was obsessed with Nuts in May when I was a kid. So yeah, it was. She's just such a lovely, kind person. It's really lovely. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She's good. We should get her on here. Should have. We should. Should get her on here. Right. I'm going to ask you some emergency questions. It's really, really interesting to talk to you guys. And I have to say, uh, Ghosts is just so fantastic. So uh, thank you. Thank congratulations you. to the entire team. Thank well you. done. Um, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, if you could go into a chrysalis, dissolve and come out as anything, what would you come out of the chrysalis as? You know, caterpillars? They go into a chrysalis yeah, and they yeah, dissolve and they yeah. turn into butterflies. I got the concept. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, it feels... You can come out as anything you like. Just an athletic man. <laughs> <laughs> just save me the gym membership. Yeah. And, yeah, a, an absolute goddess. A goddess? Yeah. An absolute goddess. God. God, it's a very good. Uh, you you, you get to the centre of people with this question, so you would be a Greek goddess. I'd be a Greek goddess. <laughs> yeah, fine. Oh, something completely carefree. Wow, a bird, a beautiful bird. I, I should become That's... a. I should become a therapist because that. That's yeah. just a, both of your <laughs> yeah, yeah. concerns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something with physical concerns. I've got so many a cares. Beautiful What's... bird yeah. that's easy to spell. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Tit>. <laughs> I'm already one of those, mate. Walked into that one. Just, I just want to be tall, though. I just want to be able to run. <laughs> Good. 
Uh, do you guys think your obituary photo has already been taken? <laughs> and if so, what do you think it is? I don't know. It'll probably, yeah. probably be Pat on it. I don't know. Um, I think, it, the, you know, at the moment it would be it's just a question of whether you think you're going to do anything else in your career <laughs> that will surpass, oh, that surpass Ghost. It was quite a bold... It's a very understated mm. joke, the Pat Butcher joke, I really joke, by the way, hope it's, it's my Pat... spotlight photo. I really hope it's my it's acting sort of 10 by there. 8. 10 by 8 spotlight <laughs> photo. Yeah. really hope it is that. Um, I don't know, like... No, yeah, there's nothing cool... <laughs> There's nothing. I'm trying to think if I've got like a bird of prey one or, or my arm or something cool. I mean, <laughs> well, that, well, no, I'll tell you what made me think of that. <laughs> Your mind gone. What made me think of that? I'm thinking out loud, peeps. Pat, so we've got yeah. an obituary of Pat on Ghosts. Oh, okay. It's rarely seen. It's only when Mike opens the cupboard in Ghosts, he's got a little sort of chart of who, of what it's people It's like a local paper like. obituary yeah. article. There's the local yeah. obituary, a uh, local paper obituary, and it's Pat with uh, a, a sort of hawk. Yeah. On his arm. <laughs> we had to go and like, take the picture in between s- scenes. And you saw that it, in the art had produced that and went, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I went, that, is a, that is the fucking cool of it. That's actually picture. cooler than I am. <laughs> that's exactly why I thought of yeah, it, it out loud. Be, it's going to be good when you guys die, though, isn't it? It's going to be funny. <laughs> we, talk, we talk about it often. <laughs> the, the, running, be... the running joke has been that you know, whoever has a... If any of us die prematurely in some sort of sudden way, yeah. the, the running joke amongst us is, have we done enough for the headline not to be <laughs> children's entertainer? Niche actor. Yeah, horrible histories star, and then a picture of me as dressed as Charles II. <laughs> <laughs> like, have we yeah. done enough to just have a little think... bit more respect on our name, however hard it is to remember how to spell it? <laughs> I think it will be Ghost Becomes a Ghost. That'll be the headline. Yeah, that's, it will totally be that. I mean, that's, that's horrible too, but I'll take, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I thought it was something else then and it's gone. So, you know, don't mind. That's, that, that, that's what happens. Um, what's, uh, this, is, this is a good question to end on. <laughs> it, it really isn't. <laughs> what's the worst cheese? <laughs> what's the worst? <laughs> what's the worst cheese that you'd still be prepared to eat? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it's a brilliant question. I'm not going to end with <laughs> What's the worst cheese you'd still be prepared to eat, Matt? I'm vegan these days. Yeah, well, there's, there's so, vegan um, cheese. Yeah, and that is bad. <laughs> so pretty much any of those yeah. it, it, are bad. That's cool. I'm not prepared to eat most of them. No. But they are pretty bad. There's one, that's, there's one I do buy that's okay. got a sort of smoked chilli flavour. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> are you a cheese fan? Jim? Love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a cheese connoisseur, but I fucking love a ploughman's, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ch- cheddar or Stilton? Cheddar. Yeah, good. But yeah, he chose, cheddar, right, you chose the you know, Wookiee Hole and he's chosen ch- cheddar cheese. Yeah, cheddar so cheese, I love, mate. I yeah. Cheddar cheese. Um, hate Edam. Don't like Edam at all. I don't, mm. d- just don't see the... The fascination. There is a fascination. <laughs> don't see, I don't see the, the, the point of Edam cheese. It's, it's got it's wax on the outside. It's got wax mm. on the outside. It's, Come on. Like, it's just awful. I My... suppose I'd eat it. 
I mean, what's the... Are we, like, a knife? Why do we have to eat this cheese? Have you, have you tried um, an Edam cheese toasty? No. Give it a go. OK. OK. My daughter does this thing with bit ba- of Branston baby on the bells. Is, Branston is, that, is that similar baby bell? Yes. Yeah, no, well, no, baby bell is like a gouda. It's got it's a, like a gouda in the same thing shape. On the it's it's not the same. It's, it's got milk, red stuff it's creamier, it. it's milkier. <laughs> it's not as hard. It's more okay. flavoursome. Is it? Yeah. Put it on a, on a... It's great. Baby bell's lovely. Oh, so you like baby bell, but you don't like Edam? Yeah, because they're different yeah. cheeses. <laughs> Would you, eat, would you eat a cheese string? If I've got a cheese string out here now for you, would yeah. you eat it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> the cheese is... <laughs> is it alive? It's, it's, imagine if that was I'm a celebrity. There's a cheese boy. <laughs> You'd luck out, wouldn't you? You'd be like, fucking hell. You'd have to go back to the camp and say, <laughs> we had ten different cheeses. No one would believe you. <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> no, you didn't. They should definitely do that. It'd be awesome. No matter how fervently you insist. They'd be like, nah, you didn't, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, fellas, look, we're going to have to wrap up in a second. What's going on in the future? You're doing a... There's a Christmas ghost, right? There is, yeah. Mm. Um, we're still not completely sure of when, but it'll be... A, yeah, probably Chris, Christmas. Over the, well, hopefully over the yeah. sort of three main days of Christmas at some point. Great. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're going to let you do some more if you want to do some more mm. after this. I will make that assumption for you. <laughs> In case you're not allowed to say. Beavering away. It would be, it would be odd if they didn't. So, yeah, yeah, it would. Um, it would. Going, yeah. It would be fucking outrageous. <laughs> Are you going to kill any of the living characters and turn them into ghosts? We might. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does every day <laughs> in makeup. And Charlotte and Kyle. FaceTime everyone. In. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, none of your parts are safe. That's the thing. That's isn't it, yeah. No. Totally. Yeah, none yeah. of you. Now parts we are know safe. that. Yeah. So it's actually a really it's actually been quite fun introducing that into the show and, and that sort of danger actually. Yeah. And if anyone turns into a prick mm. Yeah, they're out. Don't know why I looked at you, Matt. <laughs> I reckon if someone if it... <laughs> should turn into a prick. I reckon if anyone was going to Matt, I reckon <laughs> after 15 years, is there any tensions in the group? Do you think there's? Is there any? No. Is there... <laughs> Can we create some? I know you do. Have you, you've got, you're doing Wonka, and so is, is, yeah. there, have you, is there anything anything exciting like that coming up for you? Um, there might be some more. Here we go next year. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, yeah, so that's that would be yeah. It's great fun to shoot. It just yeah. shoots around the corner from me as well, so, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> After years of so I live in North London, and uh, we often shoot sort of Wimbledon or Guildford, and so it's really lovely to wake up and you know. Get, get driven <laughs> five minutes down the road. It's ridiculous. But it well, has I, to be done, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm a friend of Tom Basden. We yeah. Like, we all, yeah. You know, who, who, wrote, wrote, who wrote that show. And I'm just imagining him listening to this podcast <laughs> and hearing you go, 
I'm so pleased to do, at the idea of doing more Here We Go because it's round the corner. It's, I saw him actually on, on Friday. He, he took us out for lunch and that was the first question I asked him. So have we got that house? Is it still going to be there? Are we going to be up in Trent Park? Am I going to have to have a journey to work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't write a thing in a big old house that you have to walk around in. That's well, that's what... true. I, do you know what? I quite like the journey. I, and that's something that, you know, should it ever end, um, I'll, I'll really, You'll really miss. miss. You'll I miss really being driven miss. and chauffeured no, no, around. No, 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 I'll, I'll just miss the, you know, the house and everything else and the grounds. Yeah. And, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Did uh, Bamba Gascoigne own the house? He did, yeah. Goes. Yeah. Does his ghost now... He passed, <laughs> he passed when we were making the, yeah. uh, mm. the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, we didn't really see him an awful lot. But, no, yeah, he didn't live in it. And stuff. It yeah. wasn't, yeah. yeah. He inherited, didn't it? Like in he the inherited it like in the show. Wow. Yeah, but there's so many aspects he wasn't, we realised. I don't think he was as surprised yeah. as, as, you know... As that yeah. If the ghost of Bamba Gascoigne comes to you and says, can I be in the next series? But I have to play Bamba Gascoigne because I don't have the range to do it. Would yours. You, would you have him... Would you, would you write a part for him? Sorry. In this scenario, <laughs> is Bamba Gascoigne a ghost, He's a ghost. In, in the house? And he wants to play himself as a ghost in the house. Yeah. And I'm saying, well, hang on. <laughs> Richard Herring's already said he wants to audition. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I can see Bamba Gascoigne. Sorry, Bamba. <laughs> Richard. Yeah. I mean... Just yeah. too meta. It's just too meta yeah, too to meta. Have you. In the unlikely scenario... Well, me and that. Bamba are going to go make our own fucking sitcom. <laughs> yeah. well, and there's going to be swearing in it and sex in it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Ghosts chucking stuff around. Ghost nights. They can touch things. Yeah. Great. You can have sex with them and it doesn't count as cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Bamba. I'd like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to see it. That's why you're fucking dead meat now, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you don't die in an ironic way. Cheers. Uh, oh, <laughs> <you too. and laughs> I hope there's not a curse. You know, there's a curse of Dad's Army. Have you noticed that? All the Dad's Army casts apart from me and Pike have That's died. just that the over curse... time people die, <laughs> isn't it? Curse of... Last of the summer wine, all of the last of the summer wine. They're all old. Last of the summer wine, they've all gone. Carry on, they've all gone. Yeah. I hope there's not a of the ghost. I must confess, I do worry that at some point we will die. (laughs) (laughs) The joke's going to be on there. I'm going to be laughing when that happens, Chris. (laughs) He's gone. <laughs> right, guys, it's so fantastic to meet you. I am such a huge fan, and thank you very much. You're thank nice. You. I, you're better than Richard E. Grant. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, thanks so much for coming on, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Matt and Jim. <laughs> thank, you. thank you very much. We're back next week. You can watch online. You have been listening to Rahalastava with me, Richard Herring, and my guests, Matthew Bainton and Jim Howick. Thank you to Scant Regard, who are the musicians, or musician, uh, I don't know, there might be more than one of them, who play this music. Uh, thank you very much to my producer, Ben Walker, to whom I'm indebted, and also Chris Evans, not that one, or that one, uh, for, I don't know what he does, but he's, around, he's always around. 
like a bad smell. Uh, thank you very much to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre for having me. You are, it doesn't smell here, and anyone who says it does is lying. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production. Go to GoFasterStripe.com, buy downloads and books, and sometimes you can get live versions of the show you watch on video. Go and have a look. It's quite good. GFSBoxOffice.com for those. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.